This is episode 48 of Dead Letter Radio. As always, I'm your host, Taze, and this is the show with the slogan, Your Words, Your Podcast, because here we feature your writing, poetry, short stories, letters, haikus, song lyrics, anything and everything you've written down. We give it a voice, an audience, a platform, but you are the star of each and every episode. If this is your first time tuning in and you'd like to see how your work can be featured on an episode, stay tuned to the end of the show and I'll go over how to do so. Well, how are you today? I want to start off and just say I hope that you and your loved ones are safe. A lot is going on in the world right now. Uh, Maybe definitely more than I myself am aware of. And so I do hope you're safe. I hope you're well. I hope your family and friends are well. And if they're not well, then I do hope things get better. This show is mainly a writing podcast, a place for people to share their work. Um, But I do hope that while being an inspiration uh, for people to continue writing or to go out there and share their work, I do hope it is also a reprieve from the chaos that our day-to-day lives can have or entail, and maybe the more harder parts of life that this could be a small break from all of that. So I do truly hope you are doing well and wishing you the best and all of your loved ones and friends and family, um, because things are hard and things are scary out there currently. You may have noticed I've been a little bit quieter on social medias this week. Um, Even after we came off a really great episode last week, which was our haiku special, our second one that featured over 30 writers, which was a lot of fun to do. And it's nothing major. I just have family in town for the time being. And so things have been a little bit more busy and hectic on my end in terms of running around and getting things situated and and all of that kind of deal. But it's been nice. And I actually, focusing on the writing side of things, uh, I found a little creative spark to start writing a, a, I guess we'll see if it's a short story or how much it grows, um, but I latched on to an idea and started writing in that format again. I've been doing poetry for a long time now, or just thinking of poems and such, um, but I haven't really sat down to really try to hammer out a story. And so this has been a lot of fun. I don't know if we'll see the light of day, (laughs) but I do uh, enjoy the process of it at the very least. So it's just my fun project uh, for now. That brings to mind that to me, and this is my own opinion, there's probably numerous schools of thought on this, is that sometimes you can't force writing. I mean, if you're able, it's really good to get practice every day (laughs) and write something every day to keep the creativity going. Um... But I don't think you should beat yourself up too much, especially if you're doing it as a hobby. If you take an extended break, sometimes life just has that much going on. Or sometimes an idea is just not there. And so don't feel too bad, I don't think personally, if you feel like you have an extended writer's block. Go experience other aspects of life because those ultimately become fuel for your writing. Uh, In this case, the idea I had for this was from me playing games with friends <laughs> and just being inspired um, by the art and the visuals I was seeing 
And then my mind just went on the tangent of extrapolating a story from that of my own accord. So, yeah, just if you enter a writing block or hit a writing block, live life for a bit. Uh, who knows what will spark that creativity again. Well, that's a bit uh, enough of rambling from me. We can get right into the episode, I think. Uh, but we haven't checked the weather in a while. And today, uh, because I'm recording this on a Sunday, <laughs> right before this episode releases, was a surprisingly warm day. So I'm curious to see how long the weather will last. And it looks like tomorrow in my area we're having a high of 49 degrees Fahrenheit with rain. So warm day for this time compared to what we had a week ago. Uh, but a rainy day, and nothing wrong with that. Well, anyways, let's get started with this episode of Dead Letter Radio. Our first piece is by Joanna George, and it is titled, Babbles of Love. I carry it within the depth of my heart, all along, throughout the years like some ancestral treasure handed down, this half-baked, half-mumbled words of a new language I learnt with her. Now shards of memory piercing from underneath my tongue, this rubble of dialect battling from within with time. And I try, don't I? I try to preserve it, with might to fight for its acceptation and escape from extinction. With the rolling of years and chapters of grief, when a slip of memory wanes the ring of her laughter, blurring the palette of her image and slowly pushing the oblivion of dates important. I try to polish this language she taught me, words she designed for me. The lisp of my name on her lips, like bliss, flowing sense of babbles she sang for me. I keep it in the sanctuary of my thoughts, don't I? These remaining pieces of love, life, how she suddenly appeared out of the mist and then quickly vanished away like a smoke cat, the cryptid of the western ghats abandoning me to the silence of this world, the way she made her toddles to the other world of afterlife. I still carry it within the depth of my heart, the way she couldn't pronounce my name the way she never said a proper bye, the way my little one slept away her life, carrying still the babyish lisp. Thank you, Joanna, for sharing this piece with us. Regarding this, they said, I wrote this poem when I missed my sister, who passed away 12 years ago after her brain tumor removal surgery. I never got enough time to spend with her, it still hurts when I think of her, the way she laughed, talked, walked. Everything hurts, and I write poems to drift that pain a little bit. I am sorry for your loss, Joanna. Uh, it's evidence of, in your writing, how much you cared for your sister. And it's a beautiful yet scary thing how deeply we are stained by our loved ones. How... They're coming and going uh, will affect us for the remainder of our life. And we hold on to those memories, the pronunciations, the laughter, the unique uh, idiosyncrasies that 
each person has that we care about. And I like how you put it in the poem that you keep them in the sanctuary of your thoughts. We preserve these moments. We hold on to them. Now, truly in this way that even though we as people live and we pass, uh, we do live beyond that. And the memories of everyone we touched and met and experienced those great moments, the highs and the lows, and we still live on in them because our name and our memory still lives on. But I am deeply sorry for your loss, and I wish there were words uh, that can help ease the pain a bit more, because I know in my own experience that there isn't. It's just something you have to deal with and go through. But I am glad that you were able to uh, find writing and poetry to help drift that pain away, even if just a little bit. So thank you so much for sharing. Our next piece is by Anastasia, and it is titled, Anchor. Anchor me to the ground, so on wet, soft dirt I am found. Like heaven does your voice sound, to see you I'm hopefully bound. I like how the sun on your earth gleams. I watch you from here and listen for your screams. Better off am I among the greens, but can you tell I'm ripping at the seams? I'm sorry I'm not stronger. For dark skies it seems I can't conquer, but your presence to me is like water. And for your love, I'm glad to be your daughter. So thank you, Anastasia for sharing this poem with us. Regarding this piece, they said, I often write to God instead of praying because the idea of writing is much easier for me to grasp than talking to basically the sky, if that makes sense. I also think he can apply it to a lot of different people in my life. Primarily, I thought of my dad and God, but I was also thinking of the person I'm in love with, someone who I want in my life any way I can get. Someone who right now is like water to me. Someone who I see God in. It's funny, when I was reading your uh, background info on the piece, it brought to my mind, uh, as someone who does pray, it did bring into my mind how when I was uh, younger and if there was a idea or maybe I was going through a rough time and I felt like I couldn't express it properly, um, but I wanted to tell my mom or talk to her about it, I would write it in a letter because I found it way easier to express myself in that way, especially for uh, more intense topics uh, than letting my emotions get overwhelmed in the moment of speaking. I can think it out. And so maybe I'll try uh, writing down a prayer at, at time and see how that goes. Um, but I do really enjoy your poem. There's two lines that I really I wanted to latch on to. Um, the first one is, your presence to me is like water, and how refreshing that is. I mean, one, the Bible does talk about the water of life, but just in general, as you said, you're relating this to God, but also to your father and a loved one, that when someone is refreshing like water, and just, you can't get enough of them, uh, you know, they... They cleanse you, you feel great to be around them, uh, you just feel refreshed. 
to find someone like that is truly a uh, a blessing, you could say, because you want to hold on to that. Life can sometimes feel like a desert, uh, and we can feel drained and exhausted. Uh, but to find that person that soothes us in such a way, in such a deep way, is something we want to hold on to. The other line I wanted to talk about is one where it says, I'm sorry, I'm not stronger. I've expressed this sentiment numerous times, I believe, on this show at this point. But I always like to believe in the notion if you're feeling like this, and not uh, anyone specifically, but just anyone listening, uh, that you wish you were stronger, or you wish you were better, or you wish you improved over who you are. Well, if you are still breathing, then you still have time, whether it be tomorrow or the next day, or a week, or a month, or a year. As long as you are still here, you always have the chance to improve, to become better, to become stronger than you were before, and you might not even be aware that you are doing so. And it's okay to sometimes not to not be strong enough, whether it's in terms of our relationships with people, or how we personally feel, or maybe if you think we fell short, it's okay to sometimes acknowledge that, hey, we weren't strong enough this time. It's okay to show weakness. It's just a part of our human experience. <laughs> uh, so, I'd, Anastasia, thank you for sharing this piece with us. Our next piece is untitled, but it is by Travis Brinson. You are a poison to my thoughts, but this poison tastes so sweet. I want to forget and focus on other topics, but you're the only passenger of my train of thought. I close my eyes, it's your face. I plug my ears, it's your voice. Everything I do somehow involves you. I'm sorry to say, but I think I love you. So thank you, Travis, for sharing this piece with us. I love the, you could say, contradiction, I guess, uh, between the beginning and the end, the idea of a poison invading our thoughts and our presence, our being, and the idea of love, how in this concept they seem to be two different sides of the same coin. Uh, because especially those beginning moments uh, where you realize how strongly you may feel for someone, it can feel like a poison. It can maybe feel torturous in the beginning. You just cannot stop thinking about them. They're always there in some way. You're always reminded of them. And it can be anxiety-ridden in the beginning. Um, but it's also such a beautiful notion and concept that you care so deeply about this person. That you see them everywhere. It brings, <laughs> this poem brings back a little bit memories of the first time I told someone I loved them. Um, though mine came out by accident. <laughs> Not that I didn't mean it, but I wasn't play, uh, planning on saying it whatsoever. Um, so I just thought this po poem captured uh, that notion nicely. Thank you. Next, we have a piece by Marcier Gortier, and it is titled, 
that dancing death melancholy. That dancing death melancholy, quick, versatile, and well-renowned, took me and showed me the steps. One foot in front of the other, arms in the air, fingers spread, body forward, then back, head up, down, hard right, repeat. A moment to memorize, a lifetime to master. Many have attempted, only few succeeded. A grand accomplishment, one would think, but the reality is much more dire and bleak. That dancing death, melancholy, cares not, because it knows it will never dance alone. So thank you, Marcier, for sharing this piece with us today. Regarding it, they said, If you try to visualize this dance, then you will very quickly realize how unnatural, brinking on impossible, it is. This is not a dance that is willingly danced. The narrator of the poem never consented to it, and to master this dance is a horrible fate, because it would mean that you would have been stuck in a cycle of suffering, trying to master its steps, numbed to a point where you couldn't feel any emotion, unwilling to live any longer, and committing suicide as a result. And just for further clarification on my end, I wanted to double-check uh, the definition of melancholy is a feeling of pensive sadness, typically with no obvious cause. With all that put together, then this definitely is a cruel dance. I can only speak with my experience uh, with, uh, or from my experience with uh, depressive bouts, um, but I would, I think your poem captures it uh, tragically, or beautifully, in a beautifully tragic light, I should say, uh, because it does feel like an impossible dance that you will never be able to master, in a way. I remember I texted a friend that I woke up one morning, and I just said, it just felt like all the serotonin in my brain was empty. Like, I finally ran out, and now I know for a week or two, uh, things are going to feel a bit more dull. Uh, less motivated, uh, and just have that tone of sadness to it uh, for me personally. And it wasn't any real reason, any real cause outside of uh, most likely brain chemistry. Um, but you do try to master it, you try to maneuver through it, and uh, it's nothing that you can master on your own. As always, I say, if you're really struggling with it, get help, talk to somebody. Uh, medication might help. There's various avenues. Um, but I think your poem captures that uh, really well. And some might think that you did master it. You fought through it. Uh, but it's an ongoing struggle. It's something we have to tackle daily. And it's a, death, a dance that most of us won't fully ever master. Uh, but we keep going forward despite it. So thank you, Marcier, for sharing. And so that's it. That was episode 48 of Dead Letter Radio. Thank you so much for all those who submitted their poetry, their writing, who've reached out. Uh, I appreciate it. It's always been and always will be a huge honor to be able to share your work, your creative writing, your experiences on this podcast.
If you enjoy the show, you can always leave a review on your podcasting app of choice, whether it's a rating or review or just spreading the word. And if you would like to help out the show further, uh, you can always check out the Patreon, which should be in the link in the description, but it's also on my Twitter page where you can find a link that has all the information on submission rules and the Patreon and all that. You don't get anything extra for helping out the Patreon. It's just an option for people who do want to do so. Um, But you still, either way, get the full episode. If this is your first time listening or you finally decided you want to have your work featured on this show, well then it's very easy. The quick and simple of it is you can email me, which is found on my Twitter. My Twitter is deadlettercast, that's C-A-S-T, on Twitter. There my email is, uh, and also the link to the podcast main webpage where you can see the submission rules. Um, but you can email me there, and the email, if you want to write it down, is deadletterradiopodcast at gmail.com. Email me your piece, either in a PDF or Word document, the title if it has one, uh, how you would like to be credited, which can be anonymous, your name, a social media name, uh, what have you, and any background information on the piece of writing that you possibly want shared. And once again, this does not only have to be poetry, it can be poetry, it can be a letter, it can be a short story, as long as it's under 650 words, um, it can be song lyrics, or creative writing in general, this show is just about writing and giving you a space to share your creative work and so you can send it in that way you can check us out on twitter if you want to keep updated on the podcast and we do have an instagram though that doesn't get updated often (laughs) but you can always reach out there as well so i think that's it uh be sure to check out the description of the episode to see who wrote what and you can give them kudos but outside of that thank you so much for listening in to another episode of Dead Letter Radio. This is Taze, and I'm wishing you all safe travels.